This is Brodads. We're live. Uh, all right. Welcome to Brodads, episode ten. This is this is episode ten. Yep. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, how exciting is that? Yeah. They uh, say most um, podcasts end after the seventh episode. They don't yeah. make it to the eighth. We <clears throat> well, I mean, most podcasts are uh, two lost souls just just yeah. discussing. You know nothing. You know, or 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 like they try to find a hook, you know, and it winds up being yeah. some su- something that's too obscure. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, my marble racing league uh, <laughs> been a lot of drama lately. <laughs> or like, oh, my fantasy baseball. You're like, who the fuck cares about fantasy baseball, dude? Nobody gives a shit about fan. Nobody has time for fantasy baseball. You, you know what? I, I think most people. It's just like with comedy. Most people that are interested in it. They think they can do it because they are good in other aspects of hilarity. Oh, oh I yeah. make people laugh at the office, so I guess I could do it there. And I think that's the same with a podcast. People think, oh, me and my friend, we have these deep discussions that are very cool. Let's do it and record it and see if people will take to it. And most of the time, people don't want to hear you if there's nothing like there of substance yeah just like you're just talking and there's a bunch of inside jokes and stuff it's like no one right that's not interesting to people well i i heard that like it was like if you have a any business Every business should have a podcast. It was like that sounds. That dumb. if you, you oh like the vacuum so guy <laughs> <laughs> should get on there and be like oh the twenty seventeen Hoovers are a bunch of bullshit you know <laughs> you can, that's the dumbest thing they I got eight, <laughs> they got eight God. different types of belts the Dysons <laughs> are piles of shit <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's just it, yeah that is crazy like I do think that it would I mean. If you could be super passionate, and I'm sure you could get other people that are... I mean, there are people that love tires. Yeah. And if you start a podcast and you had a tire shop and some guy's like, oh my God, finally. Yeah. Somebody's talking about these Cooperstones. (laughs) 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 But like, I don't know how, how long could you be... Could you really discuss different tire... Or vac and so, or like you know, just 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 like utilitarian type jobs. Yeah. If you're a comedian, the whole point is like, well, I need to talk about this shit. Yeah. And it can be anything. So uh, so anyway, and a lot of comedians, I think, I think we're a little too optimistic about the reach of a potential podcast. (laughs) When I mean. Which is nice that suicidal people can be optimistic. (laughs) (laughs) It's the weirdest. It's nice when a a person on the edge of society can have a little hope. (laughs) Think about it. We're not comedy. Stand-up comedy is not that big of a of a entertainment. No, you can be, and even even it's wild. Even comics that become rich are still not. Even I mean, comics who are making a million dollars a year are still not famous comedians. Yeah, it's it is it, it's a very niche thing. Like when, it's so funny when you go to like people who aren't into stand up comedy, and they hear you're a comic, they're like, you know what comic I like? Uh, Will Ferrell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like they'll they'll be like a comedic actor. Yeah, yeah. And if you look at the list of top earning comedians, 
the average person will recognize four of those people. Yeah, absolutely. Like Kevin Hart, Jerry Seinfeld, you know, maybe the fluffy guy. But then there'll be people on there like um, M- M- Manus. Sebastian. Yeah, he just Sebastian. goes by Sebastian now. Yeah. That's what I should do. Yeah. Philip. <laughs> <laughs> he just came out with a movie. Yeah. So yeah. now he's he's entering the, the zeitgeist. Yeah. 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 Um, like, I don't think that many people even know who, like, a Burt Kreischer is or a Tom Segura. And these guys are, they're huge in comedy, but yeah. they're not, you know, so uh, you, I feel like. You're going to have to do something with the podcast that will make people want to tune in. You got to have either you got to be just top shelf funny or if you you know, if you bring in something that people are like, yeah, I want. All right. I'll listen to that. Incentives. Yeah. You can't just you can't just turn on the recorder and just start talking. At 100 follows, I'll show you how weirdly small my nipple is. Is that that kind of stuff? Do you think you think that'll work? I mean, I'm just throwing anything against the wall. A hundred likes, he'll show you that nipple. Yeah, I'll do. I'll. You know what? For hundred likes, be, no, hundred follows. Yeah, hundred follows. Oh, yeah. A few. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't want to seem like some kind of nipple showing slut. <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta earn it. <laughs> At, all right. So right now we got like forty <clears throat> followers on Instagram. Forty three. Forty three. <laughs> if we get to one hundred. Tiny nipple. Yeah. If we get to 200. Tiny penis. <laughs> yes. Yes. And and we will, we will bring in the tiniest person we know, and they will show you three whole seconds of their penis and balls. Can we legally do that? Is that something we can legally do? Oh, dude, the internet doesn't give a shit about yeah. laws, dude. Yeah, we're, we're above the law. Yeah, man, they don't care. Yeah, uh, the, t- uh, yeah, the tiniest. Screw you, Washington law. You know what? How about the tiniest 50-year-old? All right. Yeah, the tiny. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring 50 or above. Yeah. Uh, my, my dad's lost four inches, so you can. Holy you're about crap. To, I'm just, I made that up. Oh. But. Uh, <laughs> that scares but, me. Yeah, no, dude, my dad. I bet once my dad hits dementia, he'll be fucking. <laughs> He'll be putting all kinds of drag shows on. And when I say drag shows, I mean he's going to be dragging them nuts across the floor. I hope he puts like a, a metal plate on the bottom of it so sparks fly. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Nah, that's not his style. He probably just put on a couple of googly eyes. And <laughs> a little clown wig meant for a small dog on it. You know, maybe... That would be funny. My dad, I, my dad's the type of guy that you wouldn't notice he had dementia for a good two or three years because he's already so weird. Yeah. So you'd be like, "What the fuck? You're gonna? What do you mean you're gonna dye your pubes?" <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think that's what's gonna happen with me and Faith. Oh, that's yeah. I just yeah. text her like, ra- just random <laughs> insane stuff. Yeah. Like, like um, a couple of days ago, I was like, Faith, guess what? And she always is like, I, I have no idea what you're about to do. <laughs> and then I say, and then last the, a couple weeks ago, I said, I almost got enough money to get to China. And she was like, why are you going to China? And I was like, because I'm smuggling some pangolins in. <laughs> and, she, and, she, <laughs> and she got so mad. She was like, this is why 
I, I, this is why I don't like talking to you because you're always saying stupid stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny to me to bother her like that. And I don't know why it brings me so much joy to get her to that point where she just goes, I don't even want to talk to you. <laughs> My dad is not going to a family reunion. All right, these are his brothers and sisters that are still alive. This might be the last time they get together. He's got a sister that's eighty. He's whoa. Seven, he's he's seventy six. Yeah. All right. He's got you know his youngest because it was eight kids spanning thirty two years. Oh, my my grandma was like fifty when she had her last kid. Oh my man. Or so she, she maybe she wasn't eighteen. She was nineteen. Maybe it was maybe it's thirty years. Cause she was twenty and then fifty. Yeah. So it's it's a crazy span. Yeah. So she had a career like LeBron James. He won't go. Her vagina did. He won't go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She just worked at a she just worked at a factory and was a baby factory. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's not going because his youngest brother, my youngest uncle, his wife, my aunt, mm-hmm. uh, they were all out having some drinks and she goes, I hear a man's penis size is equated to his hand size. And then she grabbed my dad's hand and goes, let me take a look. And he's like, what the fuck? You're my brother's wife. And I'm like, man, you just told me that you put THC cream on your girlfriend's pussy. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck, dude? She's like 80. And so I'm like... Like anything, that's his... Those are his people. Right! Yeah. I'm like, this is you... It's a younger brother. He's like this because of you. Yeah, yeah. You trained him in all ways of weird. Yeah, so that's where I'm like, and he told me that story like three times. So I'm like, is it beginning or are you just trying to get a bigger reaction out of me? Yeah. Because there was a point where I'm like, you're only making me want to go to this reunion more. <laughs> <laughs> just show it one of those foam fingers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's THC cream on it. He'll be like, I'm not going, but my girlfriend's going to go now. <laughs> he's, it's a trick. He, it's just, dude, with a family that big, I don't know if there's just always drama or what, yeah. but, yeah. you know, at this point, I'm like, there's five left out of eight. Man. Maybe, yeah. maybe, at what point is there no more drama? Three? Yeah, just stop. four? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, well, it's ridiculous. Your dad's probably like, when there's only me left. Yeah. Well, and he and he, they're all. It's it's fun. I like being around because they're all eccentric, not eccentric, but like they all just have their own idiosyncrasies. You know, yeah. they're all really Catholic. My aunt's the most Catholic, okay. but then like my, I got this uncle Bobby who uh, was the wildest guy, like borderline jail. He's got yeah. a couple gold teeth. You know, <laughs> yeah. went to Vietnam. You know yeah. what I mean. Uh, almost. Oh, man. Yeah. So he's he's chopped a, a Vietnamese guy's nuts off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or has a Vietnamese baby somewhere. Yeah. Or oh, yeah. In, Those are usually yeah. House two. of the Rising Sun type of situation. Yeah. yeah and he and, and, and for whatever reason he became like a born again Christian Baptist. Okay. So then he's coming back and like you, he comes back to Those his family, rough, man. <laughs> especially around Catholics, because yeah. he's like, you guys are in a cult. <laughs> I never got that whole um, people who don't like Catholics. It's real, dude. Like, I've never understood that because it's like, Uh. wait, aren't they the OG Christians? Like, they're the the first ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the I mean, when JFK got elected, apparently it was like, oh, a Catholic. But there's (laughs) no, I mean, I would be more worried if like, a Southern Baptist, like one of those people who speak in tongues and 
and dances around. <laughs> if one of them got elected president, because because at least with the Catholic Church, they're gonna just they're sitting or kneeling and they're just humming a humming a humming But with a <laughs> with the Southern, I've watched these people get up. Start dancing, talking, Jesus got me. It's like Jesus got you, and it sounds exactly like Tourette's. What's going on here, man? That's insane. Oh my God, that's that would be really funny to go to one of those churches and be like, "Go fuck yourself, you son of a bitch! I'll kill you." Like, ooh, Jesus really got this one. How come Tourette's people never say anything nice in when they? Hit the tick. It's always either races or very foul curse words. It's never uh, like, there. Oh, are, hug. There is like like uh, people with ticks that are like like that. And See, I prefer yeah. those because the yeah, ones yeah. that because you will usually see them on like Jerry Springer or something. Yeah, and it would always be like inward, inward. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. What, how is that the the one word that's did you ever hear about what happened at the underground? No. The comedy underground? R.I.P. Comedy underground? Yeah, apparently there was, it was like a, some kind of showcase show, and uh, there was a white lady who wanted to be uh, one of the comics, okay. and they, she shows up, and they were like, okay, and she goes, I have Tourette's, just FYI, and then she, she starts screaming the N-word while in the audience. Oh Not, okay. <laughs> but here's the thing. There were like 10, 12 comics. She only did it when black comics were on stage. There were like four four or five black comics. So, and so because this, at the time, the old school Hmm. owner and leadership of the underground was not there. So it was all these like, I mean, I hate to use the word woke because it's become bastardized, but all these like, it was like this hilarious, like ultra liberal clash of like, well, she told us she has Tourette's, and if we take her away, that is discriminatory towards people who, that's ableism. Yes. <laughs> Whereas, so you had that, but then you also had the black comics that were like, get this bitch out of here before I catch a felony. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> and like one, one of them was a chick with ankle bracelet. Oh, my And God. she was like, get this motherfucking bitch out of here. Oh, my and, uh And the, 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 the people managing the underground at the time were like very Seattle liberal, want to be yeah. accommodating to everybody. And like, well, I don't know if we can because of da-da-da-da-da. And. Uh, what would you have done? I would have been like, you got to get the fuck out of here for your own safety. I would. That's yeah. how I would have. Okay. Pre- I would have presented like, hey, I, I, you got to get out of here, because yeah. uh, you're gonna get sta- You're gonna get killed. You're you're offending people to yeah. the point where they're gonna punch you in the face. You know why I agree with that though? <coughs> because if she's only doing it when black people are on the stage, yeah, yeah. that does that. Then it's it's not less. It's not that it's something that she can't help. It's it's something that it's in it's in that part of the brain where it's very acceptable, right. accessible to her. And when she gets into the tick, it just comes out. Right. So at some point it's like, well, it's there. Yeah. It's yeah, there. Yeah. If it's that easily easily to because it, it's if it's that easy to come out, maybe maybe <laughs> yeah. that's just yeah, you. no. Well, and at some level, you got to be like, let's use some common sense here. And maybe you got one of them disabilities 
that uh, you can't do everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean like, yeah. I mean, some people, you know, when you start saying things like that, you know how people really want to. If you're blind, you're never going to be a stunt driver. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like sometimes yeah. you got to make, you got to make, uh, I, I, it was, it, cause it was like, there's n- no way we can accommodate you in a room of 200 people where yes. you're not, if it's the, if it's not p- comics coming down and attacking you, it's going to be somebody in the audience. Yeah. I one time was performing and there were 10 developmentally disabled people. Yeah. It was improv and there was 10 developmentally disabled people in the audience. And uh, it was a smaller audience of maybe 80 people. And somebody was doing a Jesus thing, and they put their arms up. And a guy in the back uh, is like, oh, no, don't do that to Jesus. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> I don't know what. Wh- and, and, well, we just kept going, and and, and, and they they were like, oh, no. <laughs> and, and it was so funny because then it was improv. Did the audience not just bust out laughing? Yeah, we it was pr- oh, okay, it was pretty. Okay. It, it, it went because right. then people, the improv improvisers, after a while, were like, "Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> not Jesus!" <laughs> and the thing was about that situation. The difference was like everybody knew what was going on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like everybody was like, "Oh, there's somebody." Like they, it was, <laughs> there was an outing from a home or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and uh, but this. <laughs> <laughs> when some oh, yeah, lady just starts point. screaming the n-word every yeah. time a black comic's on stage. Yeah, that's a there great were, point. There yeah. were people in the audience that was like, well, I guess I guess I brought these uh, you know, gold-plated brass knuckles for a reason today, <laughs> you know. I mean, I I, I I'd be like, listen, this is not safe for you to be in a public yeah, right I, now. I think I think you can't be a comic if that because there are um comics with Tourette's, but they're not that's not she and she never wound up going on stage, but what was funny the the manager at the time was telling me that and he was like oh, it was a mess man, it was a mess and I was like well it was, was kind of nice to hear from me because uh, it's nice to know that where I grew up uh, apparently all those people had Tourette's. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought they were just hateful. <laughs> man, you know I try to be I try to be one of those people that try to understand. Uh, you know, try to be understanding, you know, and uh, you you want everybody, if they want to do comedy, they want to do an art, you want them to feel free to do it. But in that situation, it's like, how are you going to to function as a comedian, as a successful stand-up? Yeah, if, yeah. If you can't, if... If, if the things that you are blurting out uncontrollably are some of the worst things to be said. Well, even if, even just as a hobbyist, just yeah. as a person who just wants to be an MC or something, you know, like, yeah, yeah dude, how are you going to, how and are you going to, you know, I, I just couldn't see it, see it working. And, and, um, there are people with Tourette's that just have like a tick and they, you know, they seem to be doing all right. But if that's, your form of Tourette's is like, uh, yeah, right. If you like, just say the worst possible thing you yeah. can at any minute. Yeah, yeah that's n- no one's gonna be. I mean, what you're gonna go on AGT? No, they're not <laughs> let me on AGT. No, you'll just be uh, you'll just be doing comedy at like uh, white supremacist compounds. <laughs> There's money in it. So yeah, well, I it's guess. funny. What's the worst thing you say there? 
Or are you just like, gay pride, gay pride? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just say Black Lives Matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for a person with Tourette. Oh, my God, that's so funny. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick was right. You know, just fucking. You know what? I feel bad for racists. Oh, man, I don't. I can't imagine being that passionate about anything. I, because And they got so much energy. You ever seen a 55-year-old racist no. and you talk to him about immigration and you're like, dude, I haven't been this pumped up since in my 20s. <laughs> but I feel bad for him because their whole thing is hating people. They just can't just go out into the world oh, yeah. no and clue. just exist. They Like, if me and you, we, if, we, if we just went to the mall or something, we're totally fine. Yeah, but right. But they can't go to the mall because... Just, it wouldn't take them that long to be like, oh, there's a brown person. There's a another person that I hate. They they can't enjoy anything. They could. They can't like. They can't like just turn on television. And they live the longest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. <laughs> it's, it's a weird. <laughs> physics is weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I I do feel like there's something to living longer if you're just going around like. <clears throat> you just. You're just forcing your heart to keep beating with each pump. I mean, that's I, – I knew this guy, and um, he was clearly – like, he'd have to – he would just be like – he'd, he'd uh, kind of ease you into his racism by with these little mm, comments. You yeah. know, I think every white person – if you're a white person and you don't know someone like that, you're kind of an asshole, actually. I think if, you, if you're a white person and you're like – I can't hear my racist uncle, so I don't go over there. It's like, well, fuck you. Everyone else has to listen to him. <laughs> Why don't you go listen to him? You know, be like, just be a good example. You don't even have to t- try to treat him into anything. You could just be, yeah. I mean, you could just be a good example. You know, yeah. like if, you know, if they're like, if there's a point where they're like, I, they they're like, I can't go to Target. I can't eat Chick Fil A. I can't drink Bud Light. <laughs> You're like, yeah, but uncle, like, have you tried? the new soy sauce that they have at, at, at Chick-fil-A. They might change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Think anybody, you think anybody's like tasting it a little bit and going, you know what? <laughs> this has changed everything. The, well, there is a point where like when, ch- when I saw, did you see a Chick-fil-A was there like there was a like because they have a diversity uh, DE I diversity inclusion officer or something, hmm. diversity and equity inclusion officer. DEI, yeah, that's what okay. it stands for. It's a v- very common in corporate America, yeah. especially if you want to like get federal contracts. And they, who knows, maybe they're catering a Air Force base. I don't know what the fuck. They're <laughs> <coughs> but that's super common in big corporations to have yeah. a diversity program or whatever. And it got out that they had one, and so people were like, "We're we're <laughs> we're <laughs> we're boycotting Chick Fil A." Like that was gonna be the new target, and it was funny because it was like, really, that's the, the 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 one that's closed on Sundays and donates all this money to like anti-gay marriage, and it's just so funny because I'm like, what, like, are you gonna, what, I mean, what happens if like Smith and Wesson has a gay CEO? Are they gonna be like, well, we're not buying these guns? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's gotta yeah. be a point where, yeah. you know, I, that seems, it, but. You know, I to me that gives me hope because on the left side of that, left leaning people are willing to just abandon their um Oh yeah at yeah. any moment. 
Yeah, and yeah. We always hear like conservatives are willing to stick with them for anything. Maybe this is a nice change that they too have a line in the sand where they're like, you are too inclusive and we don't like it. Well, that's interesting. I, yeah, that is funny. I, I have I have always thought that was really weird where they're like, oh, this guy, uh, this guy did blackface in the 70s. And it was like, yeah, but he's for health care, isn't that? Like, yeah. do you want... <laughs> You want to pay for your kid's insulin or whatever? <laughs> Quit feeding your fatso kid all those Twinkies, man. <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> just let just accept this dude's apology. Yeah, at some that that's another thing I don't like. If someone apologizes, you can't you you got to accept the accept the apology or don't accept it, but don't sit there and 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 act as though it's disingenuous i don't like when someone apologizes and they go that's not enough it's like <laughs> what then what is well, especially for the transgression like it always seems like for the, the 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 punishment for the transgression seems to always be magnitudes higher than what happened like and these aggressions are getting trans like, now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry that was dumb i <laughs> I just <laughs> like when Jimmy Fallon, they you know he did the blackface. Oh and Chris yeah, Rock, and he yeah. was like, yeah, you know I'm, I'm I apologize, and people were like, I don't accept it. It's like, what else do you want him to do? He's a guy who stands. He, he does a late night talk show. He's not yeah, a, yeah. a politician who's making laws or anything. So if it's an entertainer and they say they're sorry. I think that's I think that's good enough. If they say they're sorry, one, we haven't seen anything of him lately in blackface, so it, <laughs> it, it must mean he's not right. doing it. Yeah. So it his apology seems to be genuine. Like when you see people who apologize, but then they get it happens again, then you're like, yeah, your your apology is a, a bullshit. But as long as they stay right. I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, no one. You know, it's funny. No one's going after ICP for the insane clown posse, and they're they're doing clown face. <laughs> half the time, it's like half black. It's like ninety percent black with one just a little white star right here. Like, but it's like a real shitty black face. It's like fucking. It's like as dark as the sky. Yeah, I, did I see some of those ICP people, and I'm like. At what point are you just gonna fuck your face up with all that, like applying it constantly? Yeah, I, I, maybe that's not as popular as it used to be, but like ten years ago, dude, these con- <laughs> yeah. these concerts were happening all the time downtown, and you'd be like, "Well, I guess it's ICP night because all these kids are." And, and, and after a while, you're like, "These aren't kids. Yeah, like, these are these are people. These are like grown ass yeah, people. Yeah. Assistant manager at a." Chuck's Auto Zone. Yeah, a pregnant woman. Yeah. Now she's putting a face on her belly. <laughs> <laughs> they should, yeah, I'm like that. But you know, if you're Fago Soda, you know they spray that's this particular brand that's sold in the Midwest called Fago. They spray it all over the audience. That if, sounds like a slur. Well, maybe that's why they choose it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very close. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And they, you know, and you know what their most popular is? What? Come. No. 
Yeah, man. They, if you're Fago Soda, though, you got to be like, ICP is the best thing that ever happened to yeah. us. Because they just they get it and just spray it all over everybody. And it's like uh, super syrupy. So it's oh. like like if a regular Coke has like 150 calories, like bubblegum Fago is like 190, oh 200 goodness. calories for like a soda. It's pretty. Oh yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's like these that's maybe the only reason why they're becoming less popular because they're all you know they all got diabetes <laughs> they're all at home with just just two stumps going ah I'd go wreak havoc <laughs> that's the machete the machete symbol is just the guy cutting off all the diabetic feet of the icp fans because they drank too much fago soda that's fun <laughs> You need to make that a sticker. Yeah, there's yeah. The, the guy, and then there's like a little nubby person <laughs> on the other end. Thank you for putting my feet out of their misery. <laughs> I don't think ankles should have folds. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're just sipping out of the fucking thing. It is wild. I think soda can kill you faster than cigarettes if you go hard on, yeah. on soda, man. Yeah, I mean, who's... Who, who, how many cigarettes would you have to smoke in order to get diabetes with, I mean, well, get lung cancer within a year? Oh, yeah. Because you yeah, can drink a, enough soda to catch diabetes. You can, you can rot year. your teeth out in a year with, with enough yeah. soda and bad hygiene. Yeah. Yeah, man. Soda. So I don't know what's going on with soda, but they got to have good lobbyists because there's no, they should be a warning on a soda can that's like, drink another of this and you'll look like this. And then it. Yeah. <laughs> Just shows like Lizzo. I <laughs> Man, I saw. I I love Lizzo's music. Yeah, but she is getting to the point where I'm like, that's a little too much. Yeah. You know what? I was thinking about this a couple of days ago, where I'm like, because when she dropped her first album, she was doing stuff like getting on a private plane with her butt cheeks hanging out, and then when people on the internet would go. Your butt cheeks are lumpy. She would then start. You, there would be another video of her crying, talking about the the, the body shaming. And look, I I don't care. I, I don't. You know, that's your body. Do it. I actually Do thought it. her that 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 album cover where she's naked and just going like this. Yeah. I was like, that's like it'd be that combined with the talent. There's a sexiness there. Yeah. But like, dude, I just saw her at the Tina Turner memorial concert yeah and uh it just feels like either she's not carrying it the same or there's more huh yeah like the mattress you think she's gaining more weight fuller yeah i think so maybe because she's uh, drinking figo i mean <laughs> yeah i mean is she from the midwest maybe, maybe <laughs> there's no time? way lizzo is listening to icp hey she plays a flute yeah, maybe yeah. so. Jethro Tull. <laughs> but my thing, my thing is, is that when you're a celebrity, people are going oh, yeah. to make fun of you. Yeah, and people yeah. will make fun of you even more if you are a strong woman. Remember what happened with Amy Schumer when she yeah. was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm gonna talk about my, my coochie and and be proud of of my weight and everything." And and there's a section of the internet that will focus on you. And just blast you, oh, dude! Yeah, constantly. If you're a woman comic, I would do not read the comments. Yeah, because uh, I'm writing most of them, and they're not good. 
I'm being super mean. Just so I'm so sad. I'm so sad and lonely. You would think that uh, you would think that would be something you would understand. Yeah, that, especially with, in- like she's super famous. Yeah, yeah. The internet is mean. So if you do things on it, you will get a section that will say mean things. Yeah. And you know, I, 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 and yes, her her feelings were hurt, but at the same time, it's like. But you put your you put your butt cheeks <laughs> on the internet. That that is what's gonna happen, you know. Especially with these people who think that every woman should not have one wrinkle or fold or lump or divot or anything. Those people will make fun of you. And the, the way I always think about it is like when remember when Dave Chappelle, like might have been his second to last special. He was like, oh, there are people on the internet. Down, 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 and it's like, but that's a small percentage yeah, of yeah. the people who like you, right? And, you know, so you you, you got to start looking at it in percentages. You can't focus on the three hundred people who are going to like uh, superimpose your butt cheeks on an elephant or something like that. You got to look at all the other people who are like, oh, I can't wait till Lizzo comes to my town or, or whatever, because that's those are the people that that's really well i so this is similar i today i was on twitter and i looked at spokane the city of spokane and there's a gay crosswalk yeah like you know pride crosswalk yeah and it had like no they get like 10 comments a post this had 800 comments holy crap so of course i was like (laughs) like how much time do i have (laughs) and dude it was maybe 20 people just like just all shit. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, who the is average t- person, the, most of the people are like you. You saw it and was like, yeah. And then just kept you. You, uh, you, know, you don't have. Like, I a read too opinion. much of it. Yeah, dude. I, I don't it, know why I do that to myself sometimes. Like, I'll see like, um, I'll see like, uh, you know, it'll be like a comic or comedian, like a, a female comedian that's. You know that, that people have a opinion about, and I and for some reason I go into the comments thinking that it's going to be civilized, and it never is. There's always going to be one person that's like, "Ah, you fucking feminist bitch," <laughs> and it's like that's that's the person that I would ignore and not not. Dwell if that in. happens on a video, though, let it ride, dude. You know, because that it's it generates so yeah. much more. Like when people start arguing on a video, I'm like, oh, this one's gonna do pretty good. Yeah. When the comedy club posted their um thing for JP um for Spears, yeah, 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 he's controversial. There was there was about two, three hundred comments <laughs> just talking about shit. how crappy he is and how stupid he is, and then the comedy club posted like, thank you for the engagement. This is really going <laughs> to help perfect. sell tickets. That is so because perfect. Because that guy, wow. from from the time they posted that to the time he got into town to do shows, they added two more shows. Yeah, man. So it's it, it's not doing what I think people think. It, I, first of all, I don't know anybody who's reading a comment on the internet and going, this has changed my opinion on this thing. I think toilet roll paper should be hung this way. Well, I mean, that's... 
That's a scientific fact, though. That's not even an opinion. Let them let them go nuts. <laughs> Anybody who's doing it underhanded is a fascist, and they should be brought out in the street and shot in the face. Honestly, I I don't know if I would notice a difference. I think I might be paper toilet paper dyslexic. Oh man, like I, I notice <laughs> going like this or like this. I filed I for divorce. That's grounds for divorce. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Well, let's see. Do you want to do a topic? It's almost six. Yeah, we gotta um, I got I got a hard out. I got a hard out at six. I got an orchestra concert. Um, if my kid, if I don't show up to my kid's orchestra concert and yell at my son for his stupid haircut, yeah, you, he will man. never become a man. Yeah, you're, yeah, <laughs> you're not doing your duty. Um, did you think you would be doing this in comedy? Did you Did you think it would get to this point? Oh, you? is this the topic? Oh yeah. man, this is heavy. Because like you like ten years in. Yeah. You want me to go first? <clears throat> Wait, what do you mean by this? Doing this? Like, um, doing podcasts and going out touring. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, go first. Go first. No, I <laughs> never thought. I mean, like, 110% no. I did not think I would be doing I never thought I'd be doing, like, silly commercials and um, going out of town. And I thought I was going to do it for a couple years. And then I would just move on to something uh, else. I never, I, I didn't think that I would be. Well, that's when people aren't good. That's the respectable thing to do. Do you okay. know, like, if you if you're not getting a gig and you're five years in, and you haven't even got a guest spot or uh, hosted an open mic. I mean, there's a there's a thing where it's almost like, dude, just move on. Like, do something else with your life. You're putting all this. But when you have momentum and when you start, people start offering your stuff. It's so hard. To not, because then it gets so fun yeah, in front of paid audiences. Yeah, you know. And so, how do you? When you started, you were like, "Oh, I'll just do this for a little bit to for fun." Like it was going to be a hobby. Yeah, I, I I just thought like I need to do something to keep my mind off um, my life situation. You know, because I was going through so much. I needed something to to get off, get you know, because video games is, is my usual hobby, but. If you're sitting there playing like a, a shooter or something, yeah, yeah. your brain is still churning. Right, yeah. But when I'm at an open mic or I'm on stage, that's... Also, that's humans need social interaction. Yeah. You go do... Well, because it's like... I mean, when I first started comedy, I was like... I was like, man, these guys are fun. It was all the old guys at Uncle D's. Yeah. I was like, these guys are fucking goofy. Yeah. You know, and it was well, so. You like characters too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I like, I like, I like people who are, are nuts. Um, <laughs> but there is a threshold. You know, yeah. like there was a guy. I don't know if you ever saw him, but he would. He only came around a few times. He would take fl- uh, ketchup packets and shove them up against his asshole. He'd been to. He was. He'd come to open mics. He'd bend over. He'd shove these. And that was his big closer. I don't remember his material. Man, uh, I, probably wasn't good. Yeah, if but that's then he would, what his closer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a weird. It's hard to follow. Mainly because you had to watch out for slipping on the ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. It was wild, and like someone like that, I'm like, ah, I'm not gonna engage. But you know, yeah. when it's those old <laughs> comics who are like, I, you get off stage after crushing, they're like, ah, that sucked, kid. You know, yeah, like yeah, that, like that's yeah. fun. You know, man, that's wild. Yeah. Well, when at what point were you like, man, I'm gonna just keep, I'm gonna just keep doing this till the wheels fall off. I still haven't decided. <laughs> I still. I mean, yeah, I honestly, it, it, it seems about every couple of months I'm like, maybe I should just get a normal job and be a normal person. But now I feel like I've been doing it so long. Yeah, you're that definitely. I'm not, 
I wouldn't be normal in a normal situation because I'm I'm used to saying what I want and and uh, doing things in the middle of the day that you know people are at work. You know, yeah. so <laughs> dude. Well, I, I, I got. Think I could do it. I I definitely did not think I was gonna be like, especially the first year. The first year, I was like, man, this is a great. I like, man, I can come here, I can do open mics, and then I can come and go to shows for free. Yeah. And if I get a guest spot, I'll get a free drink. This is great. And then d- back in the day at Don's Club, he'd come by and be like, "Your wife's got nice tits." Like, <laughs> like, wow. And I feel I feel I'm like, and guys compliments my wife tits. <laughs> what a great place. <laughs> Yeah, you, know, you go to the bartender. I forget that guy's name. He worked at a golf course yeah. in the summer. Yeah, and he'd be like, "Hey, Don says your wife has nice tits." <laughs> that place was wild, dude. And he'd, yeah, and he'd go up to his waitresses and he'd be like, "Get me ready for stage, Mama!" And they'd twist his nipples, yeah. and fucking <laughs> flick his nutsack, and tap him on the ass. And he goes up and tells the hackiest titty jokes you ever heard in your life. That shit was fun. I loved that. I was like, "This is all I need." And go up and have. I mean, I do five minute sets. I'm like, "This is the shit." Yeah. And uh, I remember, I remember talking to uh, a, a, a Jay Window Walker son, yeah. uh, Adam. And I remember talking to him, and I was like, "All he's like, what are you gonna? Try, what are you trying to get out of comedy?" And I was like, "I just want to be like a house MC. That'd be really fun every weekend to be like." And he's like, he goes, "Dude, <laughs> in ten years, if you're just MCing, I will fucking kill you." <laughs> <laughs> Because he was like being really encouraging. Yeah. And so I was getting a lot of encouragement in the beginning. So I was like, all right, I'll just push the gas and see how far this can get. And uh, COVID, in a lot of ways, COVID, I, I mean, it's funny because it's like comedy is a special thing where if you can get momentum, you feel like so few people can even get this. I have to pursue yes. the momentum. Yeah. Because it's like I'm doing something. It's almost like you're. It's like a weird if you and most people who wind up having careers get that momentum really quickly, like yeah. like three years in. Yeah, and um, and it, it kind of reminds me of like you ever seen Goodwill Hunting? No, but uh, I know about it. So he's a genius and he's doing math, and then there's yeah. a point where he's like, I don't want to do this, and he and he's doing math, and he and he's in front of the Harvard. Uh, professor who's a mathematician and he at one point he just starts burning up all these equations and the harvard mathematician's like what are you doing he goes you know how fucking easy this shit is for me (laughs) and then he crumbles it up and throws it down sometimes i'm like that when comics get uh momentum early on yeah they it's like they need to they need to do that they need to have that moment where they're like i have the ability to do this shit like i would want to live my life on my own terms but uh, yeah. so many comics just go, just are like, well, I, if, if I'm getting gigs and I just need to fucking fill my calendar up and I just need to go and go and go. And I was yeah. doing that. And I, I went right before COVID, dude, I had, I was February. I was booked out till fucking October. Man. And I was, and I was like, and I was like, whoa, shit. Like this. And it was not going to be like, I mean, they were really profitable, but I was like trying to do everything. Yeah, yeah. So I was like headlining every, you know, B, C, D club that I could. And I was like, I was like, and then COVID hit. All Which that work went away. The, the path that people oh, right. That, that's what my thought was. That was the path that people take. Then you know, I go, I can go back there. Maybe get door deals. Maybe work on one nighters. But yeah. then I'm like, COVID hit, and I'm at home, and I'm like, man, I have a nice family. What the yeah. fuck am I doing? I'm just gonna like abandon them to be on the road, <laughs> fucking, you know, 250 days a year, yeah. and just pursuing like some anonymous. I mean, I probably, I probably would have gotten really tight. Yeah. My sets would have got because I. You know, when I do, if I, I did a, if I can do a club where I'm doing a headlining set and I do five 
right in a row, boom, boom, boom. By the end of it, I'm like, man, this this is how comics become great. Is yeah. like you're in one place, you're not doing one nighter, one nighter, one nighter. Because those one nighter runs, by the fourth night, I'm just like, well, fuck, I'm crazy now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, just you, you just spun out, yeah. you know, driving six hours every night, yeah. you know, whatever, and uh, or every day, and so. COVID hit, and I'm like, why don't I just work regionally where I can get good work and people I, – I know the people – I know the bookers. I'm working for the same bookers or the booker. You know, yeah. There's always, like, one – it's not just someone who saw my video and was like, oh, thank God, I can't get anyone here to perform it. Yuckle fucks for $600 <laughs> or whatever, dumbass. You know what I mean? The type of clubs where you look at and you're like, no one has heard of any of these people performing yeah. here. Whenever I see that, I'm like – Ooh, I better. Like, it used to be when I would try to work those clubs, I would look at who was coming to those clubs. I'm like, I've never heard of these people. That means I need to get on their roster before they get it, go out of business. <laughs> <laughs> that was my comedy plan. <laughs> Find failing comedy clubs and headline them right before they fucking tank. <laughs> Yes, ladies I'll take your last $500. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that has been another episode of the Bro Dads cast. Uh, we have nothing to plug. Well, do you have something to plug? Uh, yeah, uh, it's a Taiwanese uh, plug. No, sorry, it's Thailand. I need to buy a plug. Thailand. I, I, need to buy th- <laughs> I, uh, I need to buy plugs for Thailand duh, off of Amazon. So thank you for reminding me. That's... um. That's Sagat's country in Street Fighter 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hope I run into him. I've been telling my family that Be they... Be careful, because he's seven foot two. Yeah, well, I hear there's a lot of kickboxing. Yep. I'm, I've been... Uh, I watched... I just get ready for this trip to Thailand. I watched Hangover 2. Oh. And uh, and uh, and I've just been trying to build calluses on my kicking foot. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm ready, Thailand. That lady boy was impressive. Yeah, that's... I was uh, like, that is... You're a successful man because it was the penis was <laughs> thick. It was like well, wow. it's uh, it's it's a real deal over there. You know, yeah. I think uh, I uh, I, th- I think it would be really funny to trick my wife into couples massage, where we both get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> man, I hope she doesn't hear that. <laughs> like, no, they're supposed to be very good. They have these. They have strong hands. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't on your belly and your butt cheeks start spraying. You're like, wait, whoa. <laughs> and I'm like, this is how you get your discount. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we appreciate you. Remember, uh, 100 followers, tiny nipples. 200 followers, we're going to show you uh, an old man's penis. (laughs) (laughs) Good night.